You're listening to the Get Clear Up Podcast, a space dedicated to the female experience. I'm your host, holistic health practitioner and women's sexual health expert, Callie Shea. Hello, hello, my beauties. I have been the worst podcast host ever over the past two weeks. Um, it has been a crazy two weeks, right? Like we had, so we had the period boot camp launch. It went fucking phenomenal. We did the three-day masterclass. And like, I don't know what happened. Usually I'm on top of the podcast thing, but time just got away from me. I was so focused on showing up for this launch that two episodes didn't happen, but I promise I'm making it up to you with a damn good topic today. It's worth the wait, I swear. So I'm on my period. I'm not sure, day five, day six, maybe? I don't know. I'd have to look at my Kindara. Nonetheless, I'm on my period. I had some damn good sex today. And so what better day than today to talk about period sex? Let's get into this topic because this can be such a taboo sex topic, which, duh, makes it something that I definitely need to talk about. I get a lot of questions about this from ladies and men in my community. What's up, my guys? Such as, is it safe or will it hurt or is it gross? And we are going to touch on all of that today so that you can make an informed and comfortable decision around period sex. So for this episode, just a little disclaimer, I'm going to speak to you and one partner, but all of this information can be applied to relationships with multiple sex partners. So anytime I mention your partner, know that I am talking about your partner or partners. So first things first, it is important to make sure that both you and your partner are comfortable with the idea of period sex. If you are getting intimate, you're hot, you're in the moment, it's steamy, and you're on your period, make sure that you fully communicate that to your partner, no surprises, so that they can consent to period sex. Not everyone is going to be comfortable with the idea of period sex. And remember that your sexual preferences, as long as they're healthy, consensual, are valid, and you should not be shamed for these. And if you are, if you find yourself in a situation where you're with a partner who shames you for this, sis, walk the fuck out the door. You deserve better than that. That's all I'm saying. So studies have actually shown that people with a higher arousal are likely going to be more comfortable with bodily fluids. So AKA period sex. Um, It's important to remember that period sex isn't gross. You aren't gross for having this preference. Your partner isn't gross for wanting it. Like this isn't gross. Periods are a normal bodily function that happen to roughly 50% of the population. You can absolutely have a preference, but it's not necessarily gross. It's not a bad thing. And it doesn't make you a weirdo if you are into this or if you're curious about it. So with that being said, I fully believe that there should be transparency in the bedroom. So this is a conversation that you may want to have prior to the heat of the moment. If you are curious about period sex, bring that to your partner and assess how they feel about it. Like I said, I'm going to keep preaching this over and over again. There is zero shame in sexual curiosities and desires as long as they are consensual and healthy. Write that on your wall, put it in your journal, tattoo it on your arm. Maybe don't do that. But like zero shame in what you want to do as long as it is consensual and healthy. We just need to preach that all day long. So if you are uncomfortable having this conversation, because for a lot of people, this is a difficult thing. Like, how do I bring this up? How do I have this conversation with my partner? Start with questions that can help you test the waters. You don't have to like dive in head first. Dip a toe in. Maybe ask your partner if that's something they've ever done previously or if it is something they've ever been curious about and see where the conversation leads from there. This may happen over time. This may be multiple conversations to help you get comfortable and warm up to having having this talk, right? If you eventually feel comfortable, you can shamelessly express your own curiosity and or desire to do it or try it or explore it, whatever that looks like for you. 
If you find that you and your partner aren't in sync about this, continue to have open, honest conversations around this. This is not something that you should feel like you're compromising on if it's a curiosity or a desire. And it's also not something your partner should compromise on if they're not comfortable or vice versa, right? So make sure that you continue having the conversation and you come to a conclusion that you both feel comfortable with. I always recommend with these conversations, I feel statements rather than you are statements. So I feel like it is important to me rather than you aren't listening to how important it is to me. Does that make sense? Like make sure that you are approaching them from the standpoint of you're trying to communicate your feelings rather than you're telling them what they're doing or how they are feeling. So in terms of safety, I recommend practicing all of your typical safe sex practices for both health and pregnancy prevention. So still keeping in mind protection and STD awareness, your period powers are great, but they aren't a shield against STDs and sperm. So using a condom is often recommended with period sex specifically because the cervix is slightly open during menstruation, meaning that it may be more likely to contract an infection. Part of the cervix's job is to protect the uterus, but times when it's open, it can make you a bit more vulnerable. You can still get pregnant while you're on your period, specifically my ladies that have a shorter cycle because sperm can live inside of us for up to five days. So if you have sex on your period and then ovulate a few days later, there is a possibility for pregnancy. So it is important that you consider your cycle and weigh the risks when choosing whether or not to protect yourself during intercourse. If you are practicing fertility awareness method, you're likely familiar with what's going on in your cycle. And if you're not practicing fertility awareness method, girl, don't worry. We are going to talk all about that in a future episode. Okay, let's get into the action, bitch, because I know that's what you're here for. First things first, you may think that you're feeling more lubricated because of the sensation of blood. Some people report that like, oh, I feel wetter or whatever, but blood is actually pretty dry. Um, make sure that you are using a high quality lube, like anything that goes in your vagina should be amazing, fabulous. And I mean, anything that goes in your vagina should be amazing, fabulous, wonderful, and make sure that whatever lube you're using is high quality. If you choose to have period sex and you're using a lube, some of my favorite lube brands include good, clean, love, sustain and get mod. So shop around, find one that feels good for you. feels good for your partner. Um, but make sure that you are closely looking at the ingredients. So whether you want to keep things clean or get a little messy is totally between you and your partner. But many women find that they're more comfortable having period sex after they've showered and used a mild vulva safe soap. Um, And when period blood and tissues mix with your vaginal bacteria, you may notice a shift in your smell. This is just something that I want you to be aware of. This is nothing to be embarrassed of or ashamed about. Vaginas aren't meant to smell like sunshine and roses, all right? Like, I hate to break it to you. It doesn't smell like unicorns down there. If this is something that bothers you, a shower can help. Or if you wait until a lighter day of your period, you may not notice any smell. So again, this is totally a personal preference, and you're never wrong for whatever makes you feel most comfortable in this situation. Side note, if you notice a foul smell or a smell and blood during a time that is not your period, definitely go get things checked out. When I had a fun little case of BV a few years ago, I kept brushing it under the rug and I spent months thinking that there was something off, but not actually doing anything about it. I didn't want to freak out, whatever. And a quick swab later, I had answers. So please go to your doctor for a swab if you ever feel like something is off. All right, back to the action. Highly recommend investing in some period towels. This is like one of my top tips. Get a set of some red or black towels and lay one down prior to sex. From personal experience, I recommend a bigger one on the bed and a hand towel beside the bed so that you and your partner can use it to wipe things off afterwards before hopping in the shower. Feminine hygiene wipes can also be helpful for cleanup. I've got some by Natura Care that are great. Um, I know, I think Good Clean Love may make some. 
that's not true. I think sustain makes them though. Um, so just, you know, keeping something like that beside the bed to keep yourself clean, wipe off, whatever. So you're likely going to feel more intense sensations during menstruation, which is also why so many women love period sex. Because blood flow is more focused towards your genitals, sensitivity may actually be higher for you. Uh, It may be helpful to avoid positions or toys that increase penetration depth because it can be a bit too intense or painful due to sensitivity and the location of your cervix during menstruation. Again, this is all preferences and just something to try out for yourself. Don't be afraid to try out different depths, angles, positions. Get crazy with it. Do your thing. Whatever makes you feel good and whatever you and your partner like, like make it happen. So some positions that can be fun during period sex are likely ones that feel a bit more gentle for you. Missionary or spooning can be a good place to start. And if you want to keep the mess contained, I don't recommend anything with you on top just because like, you know, gravity, all that. If you have pain with your periods, such as cramps or headaches, orgasms can actually help to alleviate some of that. So it's important to remember that your period should be symptomless. Like that is my thing, what I'm going to talk about all day long, forever. I'll scream it from the rooftops. Your periods should be great and easy. So if they're not, let's chat about how to get that under control. But also like in the meantime, go have some orgasms, girl. If you want to avoid penetration during your period, but still want to get yours, you can do that. There's so many ways to be intimate that don't involve PIV sex. Self-pleasuring side by side, using toys on one another, etc. One of my favorite toys by Lilo is remote controlled simulation that he can control while I give him oral and hot fucking damn. Get creative with your sexual needs. Have fun. Explore with your partner. Do what makes y'all feel good. So there we have it. I would love to know how you're feeling about period sex after this episode. So go jump into the Get Clitter at Facebook community. Let's chat about whatever questions you have. Seriously, there is nothing that qualifies as TMI within that group. And I fucking love it. And you're missing out if you're not in there. So come hang out with us. Come ask all your questions. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you bitches in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Get Clitterate podcast. We release a new episode every single week, so go ahead and hit subscribe. We'd love for you to leave us a review and let us know what you think of the show. You can learn more about myself, your host, Callie Shea, by visiting my website, CallieShea.com, or by visiting my Instagram, at CallieShea. If you want to stay in the loop with what's happening on the podcast, you can follow at Get Podcast on Instagram.